welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, sisters, we had a very exciting week. Well, I was going to say weekend. That was not the weekend. It, it, it like, felt like a weekend. It did. It was a very exciting Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a, a Friday feeling Tuesday. It, it, you know, there is only one one man on earth who has the ability to make a Tuesday feel like a, a Friday or a Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Feel like a Tuesday. Feel like a Saturday. That's Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. That's James Buffett. That's right, uh, Sir James Buffett. He's not a sir. I just gave him that title. I can't. Lord do James <laughs> Buffett. <laughs> uh, Reverend James Buffett. <laughs> Doctor James Buffett. Well, doctor of chill he is a doctor of chill uh had a concert in cincinnati on tuesday and we were all in attendance Ooh. and um it was delightful that's what you're gonna say about it, it was well, delightful would you say it wasn't delightful i mean it was but i'd say it was more like a like a beach party by the the Ohio river that's true uh, is that the it. opposite of delightful? <laughs> well, I guess the opposite. Maybe it's more accurate to the man himself. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We uh, we were able to fulfill the lifelong dream of our parents. Who are? Very, very big Buffett fans. Yes. And mm-hmm. I mean, not of taking them to a concert like they'd been. But a meeting. That would be weird if their lifelong dream was to go to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Oh, we were finally like, guys. You could have gone. It's right there. <laughs> like, right there. Look, we, you lived in Cincinnati for a while, guys, and he always comes there. They just, like, just stood outside of the fence, just <laughs> weeping. How <laughs> do we get in? We don't know how to go. <laughs> how to concert. If only they had this episode back then. <laughs> no, they, they'd been to many concerts, uh, but they got to meet Mr. James Buffett. Um. And that was wonderful. I thought Dad was gonna cry. Yeah, I thought Dad was gonna pass out or cry you or know, something. I don't. I don't really believe in karma. I mean, we have so many uh, wonderful examples why there's no way they exist. Uh, government right now, mm-hmm. but uh, I I do think that it's it is very cool that for two parents that pretty much devoted their entire lives to raising their kids, like that through some crazy happenstance, the kids they raised would result in them getting to meet. Jimmy Buffett. I think that's cool. I think that maybe karma is like super not paying attention to things, but <laughs> got that one right. I got this one. Like, yeah. hey, karma, while we're on the subject. And I did resist the urge because, I mean, let's be fair. This is, I'd love to say that it was my doing. It's largely Justin's. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Because I mean. Justin and Jimmy Buffett are friends now. That's so weird. Um, But that's my doing. I introduced yeah. him. Yeah. To Jimmy Buffett music, that's my doing. But but see that they, they you like mom and dad introduced you to Jimmy Buffett. Mm-hmm. You introduced Justin to Jimmy Buffett. Justin became friends with Jimmy Buffett. I still think he did the best job with that knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, let's let's add, there's another there's another layer in here. He Justin is friends with Lynn, who became friends with. Jimmy Buffett. That's the best Justin. friendship oh. on this entire <laughs> earth. Can I just take a minute to say that? Lynn Manuel Miranda, creator of Hamilton, and James Sir Lord Doctor of Chill, <laughs> Reverend James Buffett. That's my favorite friendship. <laughs> I, I also think that Lynn could probably be friends with anything that he, anybody that he chose to be. That's fair. I think That's he true. has the, the power of friendship. And so could Jimmy Buffett, I think. Which I is think why they're right, the perfect friends. That they are. They are the perfect friends. Jimmy Buffett was very nice. He was very gracious. He um, he made my parents' dreams come true. Yeah. <laughs> by shaking their hand and saying hi. Dad um, will never get over the fact that we took a picture with him and Jimmy Buffett put his arm around him. Yep. I know. That was so sweet. Um, Jimmy Buffett called us the next day. What? Yeah. Just a, well, called Justin. Just to check in with him. <laughs> of course, as you do. Yeah. Justin was, gets checked in on by Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> it was it was it was a weird moment because we were reading uh, Harry Potter on the iPad to Charlie, and he rang in and it came through on the iPad and we didn't recognize the number. And whenever we see a number we didn't re- we don't recognize, Charlie assumes it's a robot and tries to hang up on it. <laughs> Thank goodness she didn't. 
I know. You're like, that was not a robot. That was, uh, she calls him Jiminy Buffett. That was Jiminy Buffett. Jiminy Buffett. So I, so we attended a Buffett concert and Tay, you and I have been to quite a few. Yes. Uh, I, I think there, there are some that we were too young to remember because mm-hmm. apparently our first one, we were about the, the same age as, as your children who were in attendance at this one. That's right. Yes, that's right. I took a, I took a five month old and my almost four year old to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Whatever. Well, Deal I mean, apparently it. I was about the same age uh, as your youngest when, when we first went. So, you know. Um, I didn't exist. No, you didn't. You have <laughs> been to shows before, but not as many. You, but I've you have been, been to, to one yeah. before now. Oh, is that the only one? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and you know, out of the three of us, I am the most chill. I think exposure to Jimmy Buffett at a young age is actually really good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I is that what happened to me? <laughs> I didn't get exposed to enough Jimmy Buffett. That's why you're not chill. I think chill. that's what happened, yeah. You're probably right. But I I think it's an interesting thing to discuss because we grew up with Jimmy Buffett. Uh, it was it was a teen thing for me because I, I mean, it was an every, every generation every thing, for thing, every age thing. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I like Jimmy Buffett from the time I w- was old enough to remember to current and... <laughs> future so i we brought uh riley and and her beau and i (laughs) and i i wonder what that's like for teenagers interacting with jimmy buffett not like personally he's a great guy i mean i mean his music i mean with the thing the the entity that is jimmy buffett (laughs) you know what i mean he's bigger than a man now he's the cultural event that is jimmy yes yes um, I will say it was interesting to hear his perspective on Jimmy Buffett because I was also raised on Jimmy Buffett and can't remember a vacation where we didn't listen to just Jimmy Buffett on the mm-hmm. car rides and the entire time while we were there um, because he had, he had never been exposed to Jimmy Buffett before me. Surely he'd heard like he had heard like Margarita Burger and Margarita yeah. Bill. Like that's, most people have heard like those songs, but he didn't like connect those songs and be like, "Oh, this is Jimmy Buffett." He just heard those songs before. Right. Um, I introduced him to Jimmy Buffett, and we took him to the concert, and he only knew like the three songs. But he said the most interesting thing, which I'm talking about his perspective, because for me, I've grown up around listening to Jimmy Buffett. So Mm -hmm. I feel like it's different than teens who had not. Mm -hmm. Um, He said that the most interesting thing was that the atmosphere at the concert is not like any concert he'd ever been to before. Because most concerts, people don't show up like two days before and start tailgating. (laughs) And like, they don't... (laughs) They don't get dressed up in costumes <laughs> and they don't like throw beach balls around in the audience and, and, and make friends and hang out in the lawn and, and wear parrot like costumes and dress up as Jimmy Buffett from years ago and mm-hmm. all those kinds of things. You don't, you don't wear a parrot costume to every single concert you go to? No. This is, apparently this is a thing that, that most people don't do. Yeah. Uh, we brought more uh, flowered lays. Oh, headbands anklet bracelet all these things then we could all wear yeah there were there, we had to leave some back at the airbnb because we could not wear all the ones that we charlie just kept walking up to me just handing me more lace it's here baby says here's another one for your head here, here's another one for your neck and at one no. point i was just covered i was like charlie i don't know where i put these anymore <laughs> there's no space left in my body for plastic flowers but apparently that's how you get dressed for a jimmy buffett concert yeah yeah, you know, it's 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 one of those concerts that definitely breaks the rule of any other concert you go to. You know, you don't want to be the nerd that wears the band shirt for the band right. you're seeing. Not that a, is super not true for Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. You would you at least need to be wearing a Jimmy Buffett shirt, but you probably need to be dressed like a cheeseburger shark right. and <laughs> margarita. Yeah. Jeffrey asked me ahead of time as we were leaving the Airbnb because we all were decked out in our lays and mm-hmm. hawaiian shirts and everything he said are we gonna be the only people there dressed like this like, is this a thing normal people do i was like oh no no <laughs> we will be the least dressed people there this is tame no there was did you see the guy it was the coolest suit he was wearing like a three-piece suit that was all like covered in parrots and palm trees yeah that was great yeah no or that- the guy that cosplayed is the cover of jimmy buffett's son of a son of a sailor album yep yep 
I remember uh, back when we went after Fruitcakes came out mm-hmm. and everybody had uh, Junior Mints. Mm-hmm. And like there's somebody had like a hat of made of Junior Mint boxes. And I thought that was really cool. I remember because they were passing Junior Mints around in the audience. And we were yeah. sitting there eating Junior Mints. <laughs> and mom and dad looked down and went, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where'd you <laughs> get that? Strangers handing us like melty like Junior Mints. <laughs> and we're like, Small thank children. you. This <laughs> candy. This These is Strangers. <laughs> this is the best concert ever. <laughs> this is so cool. Strangers just gave me candy. <laughs> Um, we, we got the lesson of, of chill we did not get the lesson of don't take candy from strangers no. but you know a stranger in a three-piece suit with parrots all over it and a coconut bra gave me candy i think it's weird because it is like i would call it i i would say this when i was younger and now as a parent i would call it a pretty family family friendly atmosphere i mean generally speaking hmm. even though i think a lot of people would would immediately shun that because of the drinking yeah but the fact is like people are i think people come to be together as much as they come to see the show yeah and so there's very much a like camaraderie like everybody's looking out for each other everybody's excited to see each other like you're excited to see other random parrot heads that you don't know um as much as you're excited to actually be there and get to see the jimmy buff show which i think is because when you're in the real world I don't want to say it's rare to find another Jimmy Buffett person, but it's not like, it's not a thing you know about most people as to whether they prefer to listen to the music of James Buffett or not. So you go to a Jimmy Buffett concert and it's like, everyone here loves Jimmy Buffett. That's because people don't dress as cheeseburger sharks out in, you know, also fair. (laughs) Well, and I think like, for me, it's it's not like a singular experience because it reminds me a lot of when... Not like any convention, but definitely like smaller conventions, like with other cosplayers. Like, it's kind of like, hey, this thing isn't necessarily cool that we're doing. It's not like anybody shows up and wants to be part of the scene. Like, you're a part of it because you love it. It's not because it's cool from the outside. Mm-hmm. And so once you're kind of in that little community, it's like, you just, you default to assuming that everybody is awesome and nice because they're involved in the same weird little thing that you're involved in. Right. Like that sense of camaraderie is really strong when it's something that's not necessarily cool to be a part of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I, that's why I always found it like a very welcoming environment, no matter what age I was. And yeah. now with kids, like people are generally like excited to see like, oh, look, they look so cute. Look, they're dressed up as Jimmy Buffett fans. Like, this is adorable. Like, which was adorable. How cool. Charlie looked adorable. She did look adorable. But I mean, like it. Nobody's looking at you like I can't believe they have kids here. Oh my god! Like there's none of that. It's all, it's all very welcoming and cool. Now, I mean, again, that could be because everybody's drinking, and also, uh, there was a very strong aroma of weed the entire time. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I feel like I must not go to a lot of cool concerts because that was the the most I I smelled marijuana at any show I'd ever been to. Really? Yes. At a Jimmy Buffett concert or just the most recent one? At any. Any. All. <laughs> All. Hmm. I don't know. I guess the concerts I went to growing up, there weren't a lot. There wasn't a lot of weed. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, I, re- I remember going to an Aerosmith concert when it was like in <laughs> middle school, maybe, with one of my friends. Like her parents were going to achieve vitamin. There was a lot of weed there, but that doesn't seem surprising to anybody, I'm sure. No. No, but I mean, it does. I mean, the the culmination of all that is everyone is very chill. That's and very happy. true. Everyone <laughs> is like Jimmy Buffett just for one night. Yeah, that's what they 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 need all those margaritas and all that that uh, all the pot to make them as chill as Jimmy Buffett just naturally is. Yeah, uh, but but I think it's just interesting because the like J- Jimmy Buffett was not for teens growing up. It was for like your parents to think about that week that they were saving up for for the beach next summer you know i mean that's that was who jimmy buffett was for and i i will say that i see a lot more like college age kids oh yeah yeah not necessarily teens but like i mean young adults yeah and and i i feel like when we used to go when we were younger it was like the grown-ups and us yeah uh i will say i noticed that it seemed like there was a lot of that like bro dude frat guy type there yeah and i'm not young like just got their just had their 21st birthday (laughs) like and i'm not gonna go all like jimmy buffett super fan nerd on them and walk up and say excuse me 
is the only song you know cheeseburger or yeah. margaritaville like no hey so you're not a true fan it just seems like <laughs> that's don't probably keep the jimmy buffett world yeah it just I'm seems like not. that's probably why they're there like they heard like the margaritaville mm-hmm. and cheeseburger in paradise and volcano and they're like yeah i love jimmy buffett <laughs> Well, and you know, it's it's one of those concerts that there's so much else around it that like you don't need to necessarily know a lot of songs. Yeah. To not, I mean, you know, there's still the tailgating, and there's you mm-hmm. know the partying. Like there's there's so much fun surrounding it that like the music is still a focus, but it's not right. like the the main reason you you know you're there. Exactly. Which I think is why I enjoy going. We go to Cincinnati whenever he does shows there, which is why I think we have so much fun because half of the audience is out on the lawn where you can barely even see the stage. You can just kind of see the screens of the stage. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that shows that the reason all those people are there aren't, is it to like be the closest or, you know, be all up in the show is just to be around all the other fans. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Um, well, I think, I think that's interesting because uh, it was, it was neat to see like teenagers loving jimmy buffett yeah <laughs> so it's okay teens you can love jimmy buffett too um. we'll allow it <laughs> um i also think the best part of any jimmy buffett concert is the videos he has playing behind his music the whole time mm-hmm. because most concerts there aren't things like that like there are special effects and lighting and stuff and there's stuff in the background but i mean the claymation pirate and shark <laughs> that he had on a frame of him just showing clips of him on his boat while he sang a song. Like, that's not something you get anywhere else. It's a it, multimedia experience. It is. It is. Well, it is. I mean, he's a he's an entertainer. He's, yeah. He doesn't. I mean, he he's, does more than just, he's more than just playing songs. Yeah. It's I mean, the whole thing. And he knows that. And he's he's smart about it. And he loves it, too. Like, I don't think there's any doubt that. He loves doing this. Yeah. Like it's, there's no, he's not faking it. He's not doing it for, for just the money. He's doing it because he loves doing it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Did you, am I the only one that caught the detail when we we were lucky enough to get to see the stage before the show and uh, the gentleman that was showing around said, well, there's carpet because you know, Jimmy, he likes to play barefoot. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's so cool. And yes, there is carpet on this stage. (laughs) I love that. Um, Now. I think this leads into a broader discussion of teens and concerts. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this entire episode isn't going to be still buffeting. No, still buffeting. I could talk about I could talk You're about welcome. Jimmy Buffett for an entire episode or two or three, but I don't know that. And I don't that know was the day that still buffering became Jimmy <laughs> Buffett fan cast still buffering. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were wondering what we're going to do when uh, when Riley's too old to qualify as a teen. Well, there you go. There you it's, go. She's going to talk about Jimmy Buffett all the time. Just island time all the time. But no, maybe, sorry. Maybe concerts. he'll be retired from concerts at that point and he'll come be our, our third host instead of me because I'll be too uh, old. It'll just be Oh, is that we're going to kick you off and bring Jimmy Buffett off? Replace you I'd with Jimmy be, Buffett? I'd be okay well, with that. <laughs> The one person who's allowed to replace Riley. <laughs> okay, that you have an open invitation, Jimmy Buffett. If you ever want to replace Riley on our show, you can. <laughs> You're the only the, one, though. You're the only give one. The Buffett perspective on everything. <laughs> yeah. How do you see the world? <laughs> it's not really the teen thing. It's just you know, how does Jimmy Buffett view this? Just go back over every topic we've covered, but with the Jimmy perspective. <laughs> um. I will say, I, before we leave this, I have to say one thing that uh, bringing Charlie to Jimmy Buffett shows has now guaranteed, because this is her second. My my three-year-old has been to two Jimmy Buffett <laughs> concerts. This is her second. And she has both times brought home her favorite beach ball that was being tossed around oh, the no. audience oh, yeah. that she found and latched onto and was like, don't throw this. I love this. I'm taking it with me. And the problem with that is that Okay, who's going to reinflate this beach ball <laughs> when it deflates? Because where did it come from? Whose mouth has been on it? See, the best thing about this year's was Charlie got it and we deflated it as we were leaving. Jeffrey and I did. He put it in his pocket. We brought it home. He took it out. He put it on the couch of the Airbnb. And the next morning, we came upstairs and it was inflated. And I was like, oh man, what brave soul has done this already? And I told Justin and he said, oh... That was the one you brought home from the concert? <laughs> I inflated it for Charlie. <laughs> so, so there you go. You just tricked someone into inflating it. 
now, uh, luckily, Justin has had his hepatitis A vaccine. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's the, that's the one problem with bringing children to, to shows is that they latch onto the beach balls. And, and she then... did lick the whole thing. She did. That's the new thing <laughs> she's doing where she's licking things a lot. I'm trying to stop it. We're talking oh. a lot about, like, don't lick things. <laughs> I used to see kids in like cartoons do that and think like, what kids do that? My kid. My kid licks things. <laughs> she licks things that she sees and is interested she in. She just wants to know the flavors. <laughs> Don't oh, interact like... with the world by licking it. <laughs> they all go through that stage, right? <laughs> do they? Do they? I don't know. <laughs> Did you go through that stage, Taylor? <laughs> Probably. I don't remember. That's how you get all that uh, all that good bacterial resistance that lets you eat food on the, off the floor after the five exactly. second rule, which I definitely still do. <laughs> I don't have a problem with dirt. Like if she were outside licking things, I think I'd worry less. <laughs> it's it's human. It's human germs. It's human, human dirt. Human dirt <laughs> is what I worry more about. Like where people are. Don't lick things where people are. Go outside and lick something. <laughs> <laughs> Go lick that rock. Don't lick that beach ball that all these your buffet hands have touched. Listen, kid, if you have to lick something. Lick the ground. Lick the dirty ground, not the concrete ground. Um, don't lick beach balls, kids. From Jimmy Buffett to you. Um, it's his PSA at every concert. Yeah. So, actually... Um, Let's let's talk about concert going in general and teens in concerts. Let's get into that. But before we do that, let's check the group message. We have a couple different things to tell you about this week on the group message. Yeah, we do. First of all, one of our sponsors, uh, one of my personal favorite websites, ModCloth. Uh, Still Buffering is supported in part by ModCloth, the fun, friendly spot for style that's as expressive and unique as you. And sunny days are calling at ModCloth. That that is definitely true. It yes. is, is very hot out. Very sunny. And you can nab everything from travel travel inspired prints to breezy sundresses. Perfect for Jimmy Buffett concerts. Exactly. Like breezy sundresses. Um, plus denim denim and more denim. And you can find a variety of styles in a full size range from XX small to 4X large. Uh, we love ModCloth. Yes. We have said it before. We'll say it again. Um I, I never I never stop finding like really cute unique pieces at mm-hmm. ModCloth, you know. Um just stuff that I that you don't find other places and they're right. really like I can find dresses when I want something a little fancier or just like t-shirts that I really love. Yeah. Um skirts. It's it's my go-to like online shopping site. Yeah. Most of the time. I also just really like their housewares. Like, it's the perfect place to go for a gift because they just have so much quirky, weird stuff. And books. They have, yeah. like, cool books, mm-hmm. usually. Like, they just, it's, like, perfect for if you need to find something for literally anybody. Yeah. In picking decor for my dorm, I have found myself creating mini wish lists on, on mod cloth. There yeah. you go. So to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter code buffering at checkout. Hurry. This offer expires on September 1st, 2018. So go to modcloth.com, enter code buffering at checkout to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Are you ready to start your new business? No. Sisters? (laughs) Yes. I'm not. Maybe. <laughs> well, if you are. Help me. Help me. I'm not yet. <laughs> you need to make it stand out, which is why you need Squarespace. Squarespace is your place to create a beautiful website where you can showcase your work. You can blog or publish content. You can sell products and services of all kinds and pretty much do anything else you want to do on a website. Just it's, it's your space, your Squarespace. Um, <laughs> Squarespace. <laughs> you, should, you, can, you should give them that tagline. It's You're your welcome. Squarespace. Your space, your space, <laughs> square space. your space, Squarespace. Um, <laughs> and and they do this Trademark. by giving you <laughs> beautiful customizable templates that are created by world class designers, powerful e commerce functionality, a built in search engine optimization and analytics, and twenty four seven award winning customer support. That's twenty four seven. That's twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. In case you are unaware, <laughs> thank you. Um, breaking that down. <laughs> if you want to check out Squarespace. You should head to squarespace.com slash buffering for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, use the offer code buffering to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So check that out now. Squarespace.com slash buffering. Uh, Finally, 
we have a special message, a special Jumbotron message this week. Uh, Tay, do you want to read our special Jumbotron message? Yes. All right. So this message is for Ilana, and this is from Jesse. I believe I said those right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says, hi, honey. I hope your face lights up to hear these good, good sisters wish you a happy birthday. So happy birthday. Our almost two years of marriage have been the most wonderful and exhilarating time in my life. Oh, that's so sweet. And I can't wait to spend at least the next 75 years with you. Woof, woof. (laughs) 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 And much much love, Pooper and (laughs) Jesse. I am guessing that Pooper is the dog, (laughs) not (laughs) Jesse. Pooper? (laughs) Jess? Maybe it's Jess. Jess? Um, <laughs> woof woof. All right, woof happy woof. birthday! <laughs> happy birthday from your partner and your dog, your partner and your pooper, mm-hmm. and your us, and us, and us, us sisters. Happy birthday, Lana! I hope it is a good one. So, uh, Riley, do you teens go to a lot of concerts these days? Um, I will say, I would say the regular teen, <laughs> the non-Riley teen. Yes, attends many concerts. I know a lot of people I went to school with who went to several concerts throughout high school. Do do people go to a lot of like before we get to like the big the big shows, um, like local? Because one one of the things that Tay, I know you came with me a lot too. Mm. We used to go to shows at like the YWCA uh-huh. and yeah. pl- like places around town where like local usually like little punk bands like Mm -hmm. local punk bands would have shows like three or four of them and we'd go watch them yeah is that still i mean they're like opal or opal (laughs) local open mics at restaurants where like local people go and play Mm -hmm. music and uh, coffee shops and such um but what about shows but not shows i don't really not that i am aware of so uh, as the younger generation, are you telling me that punk is in fact dead? Because that's been a question for a while now. Uh, I don't want to make I don't want to make that call. <laughs> I don't want that uh, that decision to fall on my shoulders. But there aren't like kids at your school who are putting on like their shows no. with a couple other bands. And I mean, we're talking like really like YWCA, Junior League, places like that. Yeah. They've got like a folding table with some like Kool-Aid in the back. No. And like 10 kids in skinny jeans. I mean, no. I mean, there are local bands who people I went to school with who are performing at like festivals and such, mm-hmm. but not like individual oh, shows. That's sad. Yeah, right? Those were the days. You always, my thought with those was always that I was getting in on the ground floor of a band that was going to be really big someday. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be like the first, one of the first I knew ones. Win. Yep. I was. I remember when they were doing shows at the YWCA. Did that ever happen? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Not so much in high school, but I mean, like around like my college years, we had a band that played in our living room on a regular basis, and then they went on to be the Menzingers, <laughs> who are like signed to Epitaph. That's crazy. That's yeah. cool. I now they have like a much younger audience. I mean, like people my age still listen to them, but also like. I go to their shows and it's like all these like, like young young kids and I just want to like shake my fist and like get out of my way! I made <laughs> these boys coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you living in that performance space there, Tay. Yeah, it was it was a it was a we can call it that, sure. <laughs> <laughs> abandoned warehouse is that a better? It was it was an abandoned warehouse that was partitioned <laughs> into places where people slept. <laughs> um. Yeah, I and then of course there were the shows that you traveled to. Yeah. For me, I mean a lot of like I went to Weezer several times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of yeah. my concert experience was just different Weezer concerts. Yeah. And Taylor, I think you came along with me to some of them. Yeah, I know we saw um Jimmy World and Weezer play together. Mhm. And with Tenacious D. Yeah. That was a good lineup. <laughs> That was a good lineup. <laughs> Today's just DJ Meet World and Weezer. Uh, was that the one where we snuck down on the floor? I think it was, yes. Yeah. Yes, it definitely was. That was um, a great show. Well, and you went to the Wii Fighters and uh, the Wii Fighters tour, right? Mm-hmm. Or Foozer. Foozer Wii Fighters. That, that was it. Yeah. The, Foo Fighters and Weezer. 
I, I switched I got it up it. who would open for who. So that that was, was amazing. Yeah. That was a great show. I will say, like, you, we were contrasting with Jimmy Buffett shows. And at these shows, like, people kind of, like, they rock very <laughs> subtly. You subtle, you, you subtly rock it's at a these subtle shows. Rock? You just kind of nod a lot. You just kind of stand up and nod sometimes. Mm-hmm. Throw up, like, a Weezer symbol every once in a while. Uh-huh. Maybe a couple woos at the end of a song. They're they're not exactly like I mean I guess there might have been people down on the floor kind of jumping up and down, mm-hmm. the jumping the nodding, yeah, I think the jumping and nodding. A, a pit a pit for a Weezer show seems like a funny thing to me, but I think that definitely happened. Uh, but that's uh, that's always been my hard thing. Like I I go to a lot of punk shows and uh, there's always like you just you don't know till you get there because you can listen to the music. It's like wow this is like loud aggressive like fast music but you might get there and everybody just stands there looking way too cool nodding their heads and sometimes it's like this is just kind of like chill sort of garage rock stuff and everyone's losing their minds like (laughs) don't know till you're there and i much prefer the second kind of concert like if if i'm just gonna stand there and i'm not allowed to move to a band's music i'd just rather listen at home like the fun of a live show is being involved in the live show um but that seems dangerous. What? The pit. Uh, well, it seems yeah, dangerous. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. I I was in a I was in a pit one time. <laughs> was, I was hoping that's what that statement was going to be. Where were <laughs> yes. you in a pit, Sid? Tell me about your pit story. Weren't you with me? Where, where were we at a pit together? At at that Reliant K show. When did we go to see Reliant K together? I don't know. We didn't <laughs> when I was in high school. Sydney had some weird dream. <laughs> you don't remember that? I don't remember seeing Reliant K with you. Yeah. I ran in some weird circles for a while. That's really funny. I don't think <clears throat> I'd go to a Reliant K show now. Well, I mean, I, I, I just I, went where other people that I thought were cooler <laughs> than me went. Yeah. Well, you I almost, guess, I remember it because you almost got hurt. I don't know. Somebody almost kicked you in the head and I got very angry and then we had to leave the pit. Well, I mean, they, they, they can be very dangerous places and they can also be very like ag- aggressive, like honestly anti, anti-female spaces. I've experienced that a few times, but you know, when you end up in a good one, it's all right. I just decided it wasn't a good place for me because my little sister was there and she almost got hurt by someone. And the person who almost hurt you was not like apologetic or concerned with your well-being in any way. And then I got very angry and it was just decided, let's get out of here. See, that, that's like, like I think the bands that I like, I think I also tend to like the, the fans. Like uh, one of the best, I think, pits I've ever been in, uh, it was uh, The Descendants, which is like an older punk band they had a reunion tour i mean they've been re- they've been reunited and, and touring for a couple years now but the riot fest like ah it was maybe like six or seven years ago it was the first time they played live in a while uh the one in philly and uh at some point kind of early on some kid in the pit dropped his glasses and like people started saying like guys oh, we gotta find this pair of glasses milo who's the lead singer up on stage heard this I was like, whoa, whoa, bring up the lights. We got some kid lost his glasses. <laughs> like, <laughs> brought up the lights. And literally everybody looked for this kid's glasses and it, they found them. And then we they went on to play. And I'm like, you know, that's one of those pits where you get knocked down and like there's, yeah, you get knocked down a lot, but then there's like five hands trying to help you back up. So Would you say you get knocked down? And you get up again. But you get up again? <laughs> they, but they are going to knock you down multiple times. That's uh, just... I, that's I a, that's I a Chumba sh- Wumba song, yeah. Thank Riley. You. I was thinking of the the trolls song. Oh, oh, I don't know the no. Song. But Charlie is that likes. No. I, I won't. I won't share <laughs> a, a thousand <laughs> pit stories. But on the opposite end, there was uh, a show I was at, and it was almost entirely men in the pit, and it was me and a female friend were in there, and they were being like super aggressive towards us, like just violent. Like, shoving both of us around, trying to knock us down. I don't know what it was about this particular band that drew these kind of jerks, but my friend had a backpack on. And in that backpack, she had a giant box of tampons. So, <laughs> some guy, in trying to shove her, grabbed onto her backpack and shoved her forward, and the zipper came open. And this entire box of tampons just flew 
all over the pit. I love this so much. <laughs> and we just started picking them up and beaming people with them. And all these guys just like, all of a sudden we had all the space we wanted because they were like, oh God, oh no, no tampons. There were some like nice dudes that started to pick them up and were like handing them back to us like, here, sorry, are you guys okay? <laughs> it's our worst fear. The feminists are throwing tampons. <laughs> we like, always knew they would. <laughs> that's it. So at any... Any like you know like person who does not feel welcome in in uh, an aggressively overly masculine pit just bring a tampon bomb and <laughs> set it off in the middle of it. <laughs> you will have all the space you want to dance. Surrounded in your ring of tampons. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a circle of salt. You know that's what you yeah. do. That's what, not you just, tampons. <laughs> just make a pentagram. Out My of one weakness. <laughs> Those have something to do with menstruation. Oh. When they were sealed, they were just in their little plastic wrappers, but it was all it took. <laughs> uh, do people do mosh pits now? Um, Is that a thing? It's, it will I never mean, not be a thing. For you young people? The two concerts I've been to have not been mosh pit what? inducing concerts. What have they been, just so I know? What concert doesn't have a mosh pit? I went to a Sam. <laughs> well, I, went, I mean, lots. Yeah. I went to a Sam Smith concert. Uh huh. Yeah. I can't yeah. see a lot of moshing yeah. to Sam Smith. <laughs> Not a lot of moshing. And then I went to uh, my favorite YouTuber, Dodie, mm-hmm. had a show in a small like cafe type area in Columbus. And I yeah. went to that. Uh, yeah. I don't. I Everyone as much like moshing to ukuleles. Yeah. There was no like seating. It was all standing. So I guess in a sense, we were slowly. Uh, moshing to beautiful ukulele and violin music yeah <laughs> i don't that's not moshing really in that's a sense i dancing. think we all were there was one point yeah. where we were all we jumping swaying. oh you were jumping mm-hmm. that's no. you know right. swaying jumping yes. yeah these are these are the concert movements yes uh i went to a great show i've actually i've seen ben folds a couple times that's a great show that's a really good concert atmosphere hmm. ben folds shows everybody's just really like pleasant mm-hmm. and happy to be there um but it was it was out it was outside in an amphitheater and the acts um no i'm getting shows confused i did go to a ben fold show <laughs> it was great no this show that i went to was that they might be giant show i have been to those shows that is when i have did you come to the show where we no. were outside i didn't no. think you were at that one those were that was a fun show though yeah. those are fun like there's no pleasant. moshing at those either, though. No, no moshing. There's some jumping. <laughs> There's some jumping. There's some jumping and some singing. Um, but this show was like, it was um, an Irish dancing group, and then like an 80s cover band, and then Cornmo, and then They Might Be Giants. It was a crazy show, but it was a Sounds lot of like fun. It. Um, we got you into that They Might Be Giant show and you were too young for it. Yeah, that's my favorite story from that's anything ever. That's a concert ever. you've been to. That was a concert I went to. It was at, I mean, there was no reason. I, I They said 13 and over because they didn't want people to think it was like a kid's They Might Be Giant show. Mm-hmm. Like all their, here come the ABCs and such. Yeah. Um, But I was 12, I think. Yes. 11 or 12. You were 12. So I was close. Um, but you had to be 14. Yeah, 14. That's yeah. what it was. And... I was prepared when they asked me how old I was to say, 14! I'm 14! <laughs> <laughs> and they did at the door. And it was so obvious she was lying. Cause they were like, all so right. How old are you? And they were being like real chill about it. I gotta ask you, yeah, how old are you? No ID is needed or no right. proof. They're just literally asking kids, all right, how old are you? And Riley goes, 14! <laughs> <laughs> like they were really worried like these these young kids trying to sneak into this they might be giant show. <laughs> they might see something inappropriate like I don't know. <laughs> um <laughs> but uh that was a concert you went to. Oh, we went to two of those. Yeah. Both in the same theater in Columbus, which I will say we don't have a lot of big concerts that come here to Huntington, mm-hmm. but we do live just two and a half hours away from both Columbus and Cincinnati. And pretty much every tour that someone goes on in America, they stop in one of those two. I yeah. have found. That's true. That's true. We haven't Which is had dice. That. Yeah. Um, occasionally, artists stop here, but like it's largely it's either country, which no shade on country, just not our not our thing, not our bag, um, or I did. We, mm, Tate, did you come when I took Dad to that Kid Rock concert here? <laughs> yes, 
Yes. Was that both of us? That was both of us. Oh, that was both of us. That was both of us. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> we did we did take our dad to a kid rock show that came right through Huntington. He does enjoy the kid of rock. Of rock. And we tried to dress the part too. I remember that. Did we? I remember yeah, like I remember wearing like a pair of the definitely all from Hot Topic, a pair of like <laughs> pleather pants, a a black sleeveless tank top that said angel in like metal looking le- letters on the front and then had wings on the back How and cool. uh so and cool. like fake snake skin like red boots you know uh, those all those are... pieces of clothing because they got passed around between you me and mom i know <laughs> i remember those boots well i remember yeah. them very well yeah. do people still dress for their concerts um i mean i think there is a certain sort of concert attire that it seems like teens dress in i'm i'm speaking from the two teen concerts i've been to which mm-hmm. are the sam smith concert and the Doty concert because i'd say a, like 75 percent of the people there were probably teenagers yeah um where it's not necessarily themed to the the person but it's just kind of like a cool kind of edgy outfit that you wouldn't wear to like school or you probably wouldn't wear anywhere out when really? you're home mm-hmm. but like it's not that edgy it's just kind of like cute and nice and you're wearing it to the concert because you're at a concert so not tay i I don't know what you would say but i would say that the uniform of the 90s concert going teen was like skinny jeans well dark colored skinny jeans yeah dark colored skinny jeans and that was like the later 90s i should say well and i think it was the early 90s you were still like the ripped jeans yeah well that's the the trade-off from like (laughs) grunge to it wasn't punk it was emo <laughs> right what it was. yeah to, yeah so pseudo punk emo yeah. or like the dark colored skinny jeans and then some sort of little graphic tee Gra- yeah tight fitting graphic tee and probably chuck taylor's but they yep. couldn't look new you had to like make them look old um mm-hmm. yeah because before that it was more like sketchers or vans and ripped jeans and flannel yeah and also and then, a band t-shirt, but a slightly oversized one. Yes. And I would say there wasn't, I don't know. Like, I remember wearing old Weezer shirts to Weezer shows. Well, I th- the nice thing about Weezer is I think, like, even though they occasionally would come into, like, cool, like, they were always kind of had that, like, nerdy aspect to it that I think it was okay to kind of still be a nerd at their shows. Like, I don't think you were trying to... Be the coolest kid by going to a Weezer show. No, that's true. Yeah. But now, so like you dress up to go to a concert. I don't want to say dress up, but like, I think the Sam Smith concert I went to is a good example because it was much bigger. I saw a lot of like jean skirts and -hmm. and vans and like some sort of like off the shoulder crop top or Uh. like tank shirt. And the hair pulled back in the part bun, part down, or like two space buns, all the makeup. Stuff like that is what I saw that like I wouldn't feel comfortable wearing like to school, for example, but yeah. like you wear when you're at a concert. And I, uh. I I do think most bands generate their own uh uniform. Yeah. Like but you know it, it might it varies from scene to scene and from artist to artist but I, I i can't think of a show that i go to that i don't kind of i couldn't kind of characterize like this is how people are probably gonna dress here yeah i will say like the Doty concert i went to is very like people dressing like she dressed almost like a lot of like um space buns and, and flower crowns and cute hipstery outfits unlike the ones at the sam smith concert but not like outfits you all are describing how did the 90s become hipster <laughs> i don't know it's like space buns and flower crowns i oh my yeah. gosh i cannot 90s, tell you early 2000s right there i yeah. went to an amusement park over the weekend the amount of high-waisted mom shorts fanny packs and all white tennis shoes mm-hmm. i saw was insane like those are <laughs> those are all things you saw uh, were in the 90s right i mean yeah i guess that's what i was thinking like, yeah. people with their hair pulled back in scrunchies they all fanny that's packs like early yeah. 90s fanny packs like using fanny packs not ironic fanny packs like see i only wore fanny packs to amusement parks i didn't wear them around though. now now that's a thing apparently oh definitely 
No, I, I was like, unaware. People that I work with that are a little younger than me that wear them when they're like instead of like their waitress like aprons uh-huh. or mm-hmm. a fanny pack to work the floor and it's just like a cool thing to do. Like, I was unaware. Practical, I guess. It's practical. The '90s are cool now, I guess. Oh, yeah, the absolutely. '90s were the '90s were cool then. Yeah. Well, well now the '90s well. are cool and not the <laughs> '90s. Um. Mm. Right, see, well. I, I get a. I'm. This is actually I didn't even think about this when we picked this topic, but I'm going to a concert tonight. Um, we, I'm going. What are you gonna see? I'm gonna see the Pillows, which are a Japanese band. Uh, uh, they did. They they sang the opening for Furikuri, which was an anime that came out. I think that was that was maybe early 2000s, late 90s. Um, it was that when I was in high school? So yeah, I think I think 2000s. But now they are remaking or not remaking. They're making additional uh, seasons for the show now. And so the band is going on tour in celebration of it. Um, my friend and I are wearing some some very low key cosplay to it because that's allowed. Ooh. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do what you want. It's a concert, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like it's a cool like punk band. Well, they're they're kind they're kind of like a Japanese Weezer is how I felt about them when I was younger because it's kind of the same kind of feeling to it. It's not punk. It's like rock, mm-hmm. but you know, I think nerdy. I think that's an overall statement that's good for concerts. Kind of do what you want. It's a concert. It's like, it's dark and everyone's paying attention to the people, per- people, person on stage singing. So like everyone is just kind of like in their own space, like dancing, singing along, like wearing what they, they feel most comfortable in. They feel mm-hmm. cute in what they like. And it's just like everyone's getting to like experience music at the same time, but like together and individually in your own way. Which it's which very nice experience brings us back to the beauty of the Jimmy Buffett concert, right. <laughs> because I think I think there is a benefit to the fact that you're you've never been the coolest kid in school because you listened to Jimmy Buffett necessarily. Right. <laughs> I remember, which I remember back to like I wore Jimmy Buffett t-shirts to school on the reg. I have too, like all the time. I just think about that now. I don't, yeah. I don't know what people must have thought of me, but whatever. Um, I thought it was awesome. But like that's, and I think that should be the spirit of a lot of, of these experiences. Yeah. It's like you go, act like a goofball if you want. Who cares? Yeah. Just have fun. Just relax and enjoy it. And and if you, if you feel the need to cosplay, Tay, you cosplay. Yeah. I mean, it's a like concert. Every concert, but there's a, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, if there is any sort of slight, opportunity for me to wear a costume i will so i don't think that's everybody but yeah why not (laughs) (laughs) it would be it would be odd so i was thinking of like going to a ben fold show and cosplaying that would be very strange (laughs) well that as as ben folds is that a person i don't know anything about ben folds (laughs) what just i don't know who's the lead singer is his name ben cosplay is ben his name is ben folds Okay. Well, that's okay. great. Uh, I don't know anything about Ben Folds. Vibe. He looks like Griffin. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so cosplay is Griffin McElroy to a Ben Folds show. Gri- Griffin is always cosplaying as Ben Folds. <laughs> I would just like to say, if you went to a Ben Folds show and cosplayed as Griffin Con or Griffin McElroy, someone would someone would recognize you. I think probably. you probably someone. look at look like everybody else at a Ben Folds show, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ben Folds bring, is great music. I'm you just, just bring the little electronic sign he had on the Bim Bam show. Said, you know, with the winky face on it. Hang one of those <laughs> around your neck. They'll know. Um, well, everybody who's going to concerts this summer, um, have fun. Bring your giant box of tampons if you're going to head in the pit. If you're going to a Jimmy Buffett concert, bring candy to hand around and some beach balls. <laughs> and some lays. <laughs> Strange kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But apparently, don't worry about the weed because there is it is plentiful. Yep. <laughs> I didn't see it. I never I see it. I smelt it though. That's my. That's the yeah. Sydney McElroy story. I never see the weed. I just I smell, smell it. The weed. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. It's but I smell it there. It's I know. There. <laughs> um, but be safe and have fun and chill out and dress how you want to dress. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you, sisters. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, listener. You sound, that sounded like a real big effort. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you got real sincere there. We're having goofy concert shenanigans talk. You're like, hey, hey, hey. Thank you. I love you guys. Oh.
It was a great time. We all stayed in an Airbnb together. It was. It was fun. We got in that beach mindset. Yeah. For our beach vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a warm up, was... though. We're, we're close, right? Yeah. We're very close. Like a we'll week. be on island time in like a week. We can record from our house there again. Just like we did last year. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you. If you, uh, if you like our show, you should check out other great shows at MaximumFun.org, our podcast home, our podcast family. Um, you can tweet at us at StillBuff. You can email us at StillBuffering at MaximumFun.org if you have suggestions or comments or questions. Uh, and thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and uh, I, I was, was two. two. Did you guys know that Jimmy Buffett's in Jurassic World? He makes a <laughs> cameo running from dinosaurs with two margaritas. I love no. that. I love that. <laughs> Maximum Fun's new sci-fi comedy podcast, Bubble, is coming to San Diego Comic-Con on July 21st. At 1 p.m., Bubble cast members Travis McElroy, Cristela Alonzo, Eliza Skinner, Allison Becker, Mike Mitchell, Jordan Morris, and Danielle Radford will be signing autographs. Tickets are required, but free. Then at 5 p.m., the cast will participate in a panel moderated by Jesse Thorne, held at the San Diego Central Library. For more information, visit MaximumFun.org slash SDCC. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.